0: i like beer it makes me a jolly good fellow i like beer it helps me
1: unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your
0: host, Jeff. With us tonight, we have sound guy, producer, and doctor, Joe. (laughs) Always a pleasure.
2: Aloha. (laughs) All all the rest.
0: Filling all the roles. All the
2: roles.
1: roles. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast.
0: Yep. Let me be the first ones to tell everyone here live uh, on the air that uh, Jeff and I are entering the transfer portal for college football. Oh, okay. that's so awesome. We, yes. Yeah, so that's just, so everyone else is doing it. So I figured it was time for us to maybe put okay. our hats in. I like Oh, that. Also, we wanted to just celebrate today as Universal health, Healthcare Coverage Day, too. So I don't know how that's going, yeah. but hey, <laughs> happy Universal Healthcare universal, Coverage Day. Right. Universal. Yeah, universal. A little yeah, bit for so. everybody. Yeah.
1: Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us.
2: Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to like com. click on Buy Me a Coffee, and buy me a beer.
1: Buy me a coffee. Click on the link in the website. And at while you're at the website, ILikeBeerThePodcast.com, you can find links to our online store.
2: Too late, too late
1: for holiday shopping? or? No, it's pretty fast, actually. Yeah. And uh, I think our newsletter just dropped too, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Yeah. So you can sign up for the next one. Actually, if you sign up, I'll send you the, the last one, our autumn <laughs> one. Uh, check out the gallery, check out pictures, what we've been drinking,
0: where we've been. I like beer the podcast.com. And truth told, we have been drinking. Speaking of what drinking, yeah, I was going to say, normally a Doc says, what are we drinking about? We have been drinking tonight. So um, this is actually one that you pulled out of the uh, probably the back of the beer fridge, I guess. Um, I did. Yeah. So I brought I've this been looking back.
1: looking at it for months, and it yeah. was time
0: to open it. Well, the nice thing is, is I don't think this has a problem with sitting for a little bit, but it's from uh, a very small brewery up in uh, Radium Hot Springs in eastern BC called Arrowhead Brewing Company, which is actually kind of in a really cool little spot there. Um, and it is their raspberry wheat ale called Berries of the Night. Berries of the Night. Berries of the Night. So... It's a summer beer. It's definitely it a summer beer. Very very open light. in the summer, but it's, it's very it's a great startup yeah. beer tonight. It's got a you know. It's funny. I don't know about you, but when I drink it right now, I'm getting very much a PB and J vibe out of it. True. Okay. It's no, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're tasting. like no. I, I actually can almost taste like the the, the and I don't know why. It's just maybe it's the the sensory of the berry part of it, but it's making me feel like a a, a PB and J sandwich. Yeah, it's a little bit lighter on the flavor I like that that fruit
1: flavor to pop a little Mm -hmm. more and maybe it did at one time but could be but tasty Uh, so that's what we are drinking to answer what we will be drinking we need to jump ahead and introduce our special guest in the studio Tommy Gordon with Blue Fire Brewing welcome
2: hello thank you for having me and you got a little taste of the berries in the night I sure did. Yeah, it's that's nice. I was curious what it was. Gonna I had a couple sips and I was like, "What is this?" But <laughs> raspberry wheat. It it's a very light raspberry wheat too.
0: Like I said, it's it's even in, in the color and and yeah everything. But yeah,
2: it checks out. It's good.
0: Yeah,
1: excellent. So we're excited to have a guest in studio, Blue Fire. We feel pretty special about Blue Fire. Our very first visit. We we're just reminiscing before you got here. Uh, we were at Bear Roots in Vista in the summer, and we thought the Gordons should be opening up their brewery soon. And we called over there, and I think you answered the phone. And you're like, We're not open. Uh, we're doing some. Oh, it's Jeff's from, from Carlsbad High. Uh, we want... And you said, Well, you can come in, but we're not open. And we were yeah. there in like five minutes, <laughs> and I uh, got a little preview of what was to come. And we've been there several times. So we're excited. We're excited. You also brought beer. That's always exciting. Always exciting. (laughs) Indubitably. (laughs) But since we have a beer in hand, our Berries of the Night from Arrowhead Brewing Company, let's get to our segment, Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. (laughs) Talon has like a a library of a... office file
0: not that many but a few i've got a few but i mean yeah good stuff going on there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now you want to start us off uh sure okay so first first one actually i I heard on the way over here so i had to throw it in there because i think it's awesome but i'm toasting goblin mode i don't know if you guys have heard about this yeah goblin mode apparently is the oxford word of the year for the year 2022 and so if you want to know what goblin mode means it means unapologetically Self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy—typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. <laughs> so I feel like all of us should embrace our inner goblin mode for and sure. just 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 live life the way it's supposed to be lived. So I, I heard that I thought it was pretty cool. So that's my first toast to, to everyone who's living their goblin mode life. Congratulations! <laughs> that's just giving yourself over to the id. Yeah, exactly. Here's cheers to you. But I just think it's funny that goblin mode is the is, it won the award as the, the 20th, Oxford yeah. the Oxford Word yeah. of the Year for 2022. So. Um, so that's my first one, and then the other one I just saw the other night, uh, shout out to this uh, Lakers fan who uh, was at the game and was named Fan of the Game, um, and she is a uh, Marine Corps vet. What was her name? I'm trying to see if I have her name here. Annika Hutzler. Uh, she basically took off her prosthetic leg, filled it with beer, and chugged it oh. while on the arena right. jumbotron, <laughs> yeah. and that earned her uh five fan, of the, marks. Marks. fan yeah. of the game and a $100 gift card, and you know that's pretty cool. So that is good.
2: God bless America. So, yeah, God, God, bless America. God bless America. Thank you. That's well done. So that's thank, my second thank toast.
0: Thank you for
1: your service. Yes, thank you
0: for your service. But uh, yeah, so I got a toast. I
1: saw the uh, on the job board. Always looking at the job board, seeing what's out there. Uh, big Apple, uh, New York City job opportunity. They're looking for a rat czar. Uh, oh, nice. And they have a uh, so. Since COVID, rats have taken over the city. They were already a problem, now they're a bigger problem. They're looking for a director of rodent migration to address it. But what caught my eye was the- um, The salary. The, the, <laughs>
0: well, the salary, yes. <laughs> the but, salary. But the quality of the
1: write-up for the job. Yeah, yeah let's hear it. So, uh, quote, do have what it takes to do the impossible, a virulent vehemence for vermin, a background in urban planning, project management or government, more importantly, the drive, determination, and killer instinct needed to fight the real enemy—New York City's relentless rat population—if so, your dream job awaits. New York City citywide director of rodent migration, uh, and it includes uh, rats are not our friend, and they are enemies that must be vanquished. But the pay, talent—you brought up the pay: one hundred and twenty to one hundred and seventy thousand uh, dollars a year.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a hefty um, salary.
1: Required. Uh, things required. So this this is where we're at. New York City resident, yeah, with a bachelor's degree. At least I don't know how that's. <laughs>
0: Why do you need a yeah. bachelor's degree to to kill rats? <laughs> okay, at least five years of
1: relevant experience. That's fair. I got that. I have that. Just already. from my garage I've, alone. Yes. Yeah. And quote, a swashbuckling attitude, crafty humor, and a general aura of badassery.
0: Nice. End quote. That yeah. probably eliminates most people, right there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just a great job posting. That is. That's yeah, actually funny
0: because yeah. you just still because I actually had that in my pores. I was pouring one out for rats in New York. Oh, oh so no, oh, it's perfect. I like it. I like the segue in, but that was pretty funny because I was like, "Hey, it's it's game over for yeah. rats in New York they're when they're gonna, in the heat. when they're paying 170 grand for yeah. somebody to come in and kill rats. That person is going to be next level. All right, anybody else have a toast? No toast. Then let's head over to Rose.
1: I just got a quick roast. Right. Vine Pair that every year does some different uh, um, stuff about local breweries and breweries across the nation. 25 best holiday breweries were listed out uh, last week and not one from San Diego that's or bad. San Diego County. So you can disregard <clears throat> anything Vine Pair is
0: putting out there. That's not real. Go away. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's done. That's my roast. Well, my roast is. I guess you can take it whatever way you want to take this as a roast. But I'm um, there's a lightning strike survivors organization, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but like last week, uh, Drew Brees was in a uh, commercial that where he was struck by lightning, and um, so the lightning strike group victims group got really upset about this <laughs> and uh, said it was ex- this is they said um, it's very inappropriate and disgusting um because uh the method of promoting this was it's a, that you know basically they're just saying you're you're mocking people who have been struck by lightning so um, I don't know who I'm roasting there—whether the lightning striking survivors <laughs> for being too sensitive, <laughs> or, or for being too sensitive, or Drew Brees for appearing in, in this thing. But basically, um, they just all got roasted in one yeah, way or the other. That's that's yeah, no, a good roast. Yeah, yeah that's quite a good roast. Yeah, You'd have thicker skin. Yeah, yeah. you would think so, so. And
1: also, Drew Brees knows better than a little cultural appropriation. Yeah, I, I, I will say, is. Is. Yeah, this. yeah, right. this
0: this was the quote from the gentleman who is apparently the spokesperson for the lightning strike and electric shock survivors international group Um, this is a deadly injury and it is disappointing to see the continual ridicule of lightning and electrical injury survivors in comical light in which it is presented for commercial gain and profit no. So there wrong. you have it. They're yeah. wrong. They're it wrong. is funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So that's why I said I didn't really know who we were roasting here, but I just saw that and I felt like it needed to be brought to yeah. attention. Uh, Think of the number of cartoons yes, that, yeah. that have Every used, cartoon. That yeah, you Tom and Jerry, skeleton. Tom and Jerry, uh-huh. Roadrunner, yeah. Coyote. They're, they're I mean, wrong. Yes. Yeah. I don't
1: want to say Drew Brees was right, but they're wrong. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that yeah. to our attention. Yeah. I was
0: not aware. I missed out on that completely. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was big news this week, apparently. You got a pour? Well, I did, but the rats are apparently <laughs> are the rats are apparently okay uh, now. So I'm 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 now back to toasting the rats of New yes. York. So okay, okay. you're up I, on the I gotta pour. I got a yeah. pour
1: and Tom's not here to do it, so I'm gonna do it. All right. Okay. And so uh, longtime Food listeners readers. know that uh, with the passing of any celebrity, Tom's got something That's to fair. say. That's fair. So uh, Kirstie Kirsty Alley.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That was sad. Yeah. But she was she was a yeah controversial it actually's been very interesting to follow the feedback on cuz i agree you, you shouldn't mock but it's been yeah yes some about someone who took a turn for i mean Kirsty Alley cheers and 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 all of those things she and stuff had like that her comedic yeah moments. and then she kind of she kind of turned to the dark side a little bit down the stretch yeah. there so but
1: but looking back she had some philosophical and simultaneously comedic quotes i ran across so in our poor one out for Kirsty Alley I got three quotes from all her all right i want to hear him Quote, when I see someone who's starved, they don't look alert. They don't have boundless energy. If you're too skinny, it looks like you're near death. That's fair. That's true. That's all true. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Joe. Tommy didn't ring in on yeah. that one. Yeah. So the skinny guy did nothing to yeah. say on that one. <laughs> true. Quote, true. there's always someone older, richer, and more desperate than you. Fair. That's okay. fair, yeah. too. That's very mm-hmm. okay. true. You're not going to live your life unscathed. That's right. true so, as well. Both true. some comedic... And philosophical quality to those quotes. So pouring one out for Kirstie Alley, wherever you land on that one. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast Roast and Pour One Out. So, Tommy, you brought something. What did you bring? What do you want to share?
2: I've got a cooler full of beer.
1: nice Nice. <laughs> okay. oh, All
0: best, right. The best kind
2: of guests. Um, we are spoiled. Yeah. Yes. So beer number one. Nice. It's our English brown ale. We called Ooh. it Smashing Brown Ale. And uh, mainly because I did a small batch pumpkin that I wanted to call Pumpkin Smashing Brown Ale. Oh. But, um... Yeah, so this is this is our just toasty session beer. It's four point eight percent, made with primarily UK ingredients. Ooh, so we got low for me, low for my lap. F- oh yeah, those crawlers can be tough to pour right. Fuggle hops, Maris Otter base malts, uh, which is like a heritage variety, and a roasted crystal malt that gives it a nice like dried fruit, but like slight roasts kind of quality. Well, cheers, and thank yeah, you. Yeah, cheers.
1: The crawler is going around.
0: I'm spilling over here, too. It's like a, <laughs> There's no way around it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Boy, it has such a nice pour. Yeah. It's
0: back around. Cheers. So this is, cheers, Joe. I
1: believe this might have cheers, been Jess. one of the... Uh, when yeah. we did crash cheers. your party while you were still trying to uh, get windows in place and... <laughs> Doors hung and yep. everything else. This might have been one of the beers we got to taste that very first trip, or or it was a brown ale
2: for sure. Yep, we've kind of been working on different different brews of the same kind of goal of a just quaffable, roasty and toasty brown ale. Oh, yeah,
1: that is really good.
2: Yeah, medi- yeah medium excellent. bodied.
1: Yep. Yep. lots of different flavors. Roasty going on. and
0: toasty. You're nailing that. But it's like it's it's also light, like it's like it, like you said, it's drink, yeah. it's very drinkable. You know, it's not quaffable. Yeah. Word, quaffable. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry there. I'm, yeah. I'm in goblin mode right now, so I'm just <laughs> it up. yeah. It feels like <laughs> that. My I'm drinking God. it out of this false leg here. Yeah. So <laughs>
2: goblin mode. I like that. Um, it's got a little
1: nuttiness to it. Yeah, no, um, it's very good. Yeah. So the evolution of this beer. Tell us a little bit about that how did it start and where's it ended up and is it going any further
2: oh yeah it's it's definitely uh it's definitely going further I mean just the four to five and a half percent brown ale is probably my favorite beer style so um you know I've been brewing these since home brewing you know probably I started home brewing like 10 years ago so in that time I've made i don't know how many versions of this beer (laughs) (laughs) honestly uh so yeah i mean we're we're dialing in our system that that first one that you guys tried last time was the first one that we did on that on our large system which is a nano system for the the huge breweries out there but uh yeah five barrel size um yeah we're we're going in the right direction i think Oh, it's
1: delicious thank yeah, it's you that's yeah, very good thanks for bringing it so we're talking about the the construction zone was in place but we've been back a few times so it, each time something different in the build more beers you got your tap handles in <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we got nice. to see e- each little step so we kind of feel like we're, we're watching our baby grow up right in front of <laughs> us so uh
2: <laughs> but how are
1: things at bluefire
2: they're good we just celebrated our one year anniversary in uh, late september so, um, yeah, it's good. Just kind of keep on keeping on. We've been working day-to-day, Charlie, my dad, and I. Um, still no employees. It's just us running the ship. So, um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, a couple months ago, we picked up some equipment from Green Flash. Oh, their, that's their interesting. Their brewery yeah. <laughs> in Serrano Valley went up for auction. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, I mean, our brew house is from Fallbrook, so we've got a lot of second-hand, you know, putting new life into equipment. So that'll be exciting to get. we got a 10-barrel unit tank that we're going to put online in this uh, next couple months. And,
0: uh, yeah. So Blue Fire, I mean, you kind of just alluded to it, local, family business. We've known you guys for for quite some time. Um, And I know you've shared this a little bit before when we visit in person, but can you kind of share your guys' story a little bit again?
2: yeah yeah most definitely so um origin story started in north county san diego Um, circa 2009 i was still in high school charlie our uh, my brother and co-founder was at ucla he was probably starting to homebrew right about that time my dad and oldest brother were picking up the hobby of craft beer, drinking, and visiting the breweries. <laughs> the <laughs> fun part. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's the real work. Yeah. So, you know, I was I was around it, and I could hear their excitement, and, you know, we got a kegerator put in place at our house and pallet wrecker on tap and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, so the talk of opening our own brewery was always kind of in the air. And I remember being a senior at Carlsbad High t- telling my friends, like, oh, it'd be cool to start a brewery one day, yeah. which was kind of funny to think about. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I started home brewing in college. And uh, after I graduated, Charlie and I purchased some equipment together and started to brew together in his backyard in San Marcos. And uh, so we did that for a couple of years. And at least a couple batches must have been good enough where my dad was convinced that we should start this brewery thing. And um, yeah, so jump forward a few years. Uh, there was a Euro trip centered around drinking as many traditional beers as I could find. <laughs> and the long, arduous journey of actually designing the space and building the brewery and tasting room. And uh, in late s- summer of 2021, we opened our doors and poured beers. Fantastic. So.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And you have some... And this is, again, another story you've heard over over again. Brewers helping brewers out uh, in this community and especially in this North County community. But I think you had some local breweries and, and even yep. friends you knew from outside uh, partner with you
2: or, or help you in those first steps. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, a big uh, contributor to our success would be Mike Stevenson. He's the head brewer at Culver Beer in Carlsbad. He teaches the craft beer technology or craft beer technician uh, program at the Miracosa Technology Career Institute. We're going to have him on the show soon. We are, yeah. we scheduling yeah, he's, that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he's going to up. Ran
1: into him and some of his uh, graduate students at the CoLab Public House. Yeah, that's cool. And I hope they're listening. That's right. They were awesome.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's a great program. So that, that really helped us out in just our... Kind of making sure that we knew what we thought we knew and um yeah him i mean uh jason over at abnormal he's another carlsbad high guy he uh he's kind of more of robert's age but um he's helped us out whenever he can and yeah just a lot of a lot of brewers around town and just brewery folks wanting to help out because a rising tide lifts all boats. It's true.
0: Yeah. Actually, I think we were saying we could do a, a, a Carlsbad High brewing because you get it per cell in there as well, and that'd be there's, cool. There's been a lot of lot of lot of tie-ins to Carlsbad High School yeah, that's there. are in the Col- local Culver, Culver. you mentioned Culver already, so <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, so right now at Blue Fire, what do, what do you
2: guys got on tap? What's
0: brewing right now?
2: Um, we have a couple of beers in the tanks in production. We have a uh, more like traditional lager which I'm pretty excited about. We are using a yeast strain that I haven't used yet. So kind of a very similar recipe, except for that yeast strain. So gonna kind of compare that to to the previous batches and see how that goes. Um, Yeah, just always kind of trying to learn. Is that white sage IPA on, on tap right now? The white sage IPA is on tap, though it's very low. (laughs) <laughs> it's right. No, It's yeah. good. Yeah.
1: It, that was the one that our second visit, I believe, when we came back to a recording, um, it wasn't ready to be served yet. It yeah, was a couple weeks off out. The tank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And even then, it was, you know, it was room temperature on a hot day, and it was already delicious. Yeah. And then I had it at the Guild uh, Brewfest uh, okay, a few weeks ago, and I can see that that evolution of that beer as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's been a tasting room favorite. um which is cool. It's it's something different, but also still kind of in that IPA realm where it's familiar, and I like that people like it.
1: <laughs> was mm-hmm. that you had the persimmons? Was a family friend's persimmons that yeah. you used? Did the white sage? Did the sage have a similar story? Am I remembering correctly?
2: Um, one of our friends works for a nonprofit that has a farm component. And she's the farmer there, and she hit us up one day and said, hey, I'm going to be trimming our white sage bush. Do you want to make a beer with it? I think because she wanted to drink it. Right, right. <laughs> Do you want to make a beer for me with that? Yeah, Would you like to unload this yeah, sage? Right, yeah. that I've brought to you. So, yeah, we jumped at it, and we uh, just designed a recipe kind of around it and um, really haven't had to tweak the recipe much since it's – uh, I think we it came out, you know, in, in a good balanced way the very first time, so that was cool.
1: That's a really good that beer, cool. that's my favorite. When I walk in, mm-hmm. I get excited if that one's on, on tap. Probably time for another beer, sure. Uh, he's got a cooler,
2: he <laughs> a cooler. If, feel for silly, if, if he feels silly, yeah, if he goes want, home. That would be rude, <laughs> yes. So, uh one more beer that's on tap right now and kind of different I know that you guys, or at least this Jeff likes the darker styles I do so this is our Midnight Ale
0: nice
2: Um, so moving a little bit further into the darkness with this beer I call it a San Diego style Black Ale so it's roasty up front with a nice pine forward hop component and a crisp finish I'm still
0: yeah, still working on it (laughs)
2: And, um, yeah, I mean, it, depending on where you are, you might call it something different. First time I had a beer in this kind of category, they called it a Cascadian dark ale.
1: All right. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. It is dark, yeah. Yeah, I used to see those when we were in Northern California. We'd see that. We had a bit. bunch up in Sacramento. Remember? There was a yeah. one at... Um, Lando Cascadia. Lando Cascadia. Oh, that that's yeah, right. Yeah, Sacktown Brewing. That's how I remember it. There's think. a memory.
0: I can't pour a beer, but I can remember that. Yeah, that's exactly it. We had it there. And I, I don't know how you remember that. I know. <laughs> I drew a remember, drink was, at that I, point. <laughs> I was just remembering a Star Wars theme, and I was very excited. I just, That's what I remember about that one. Yeah, this is... Midnight's a good name for it cuz it is yeah, dark. Yeah, it is dark. Yeah.
1: Cheers, well, cheers again. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for setting Thanks. us oh, up. It's delicious. Yeah, way different step from the uh from the brown ale. Oh yeah. Really different direction with it. It's got some hop bitterness in it. Where the brown ale was really kind of, I could picture being an English pub with that brown yeah. ale, mm-hmm. you know, the roasty and toasty and malty. And this one's the if you're an IPA lover, you're going to like this one a lot. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think it's overly bitter. I think it's, no, it's no, very no, no. approachable. Yeah, it's right, right, right where yeah, uh, where you'd expect this kind of beer to yeah. be. Yeah. Just compared to that brown. No, mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, yeah.
0: Oh, that's yummy. That's I think it's delicious. Mm.
1: So we're we're. Sounds like you're making some twists on what people would usually expect. You know, your white sage IPA. We've got a a black ale, a black IPA. Mm. Is that kind of fun to do?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love styles for giving the guideline or a framework, but I don't want something to just be like a recreation, I guess, or um, you know, I feel like as a brewer, you should make something that's unique to a place and, yeah. yeah, place and time. So right now with where we're at in the microcosm of San Diego craft beer, I think bitterness, overwhelming bitterness is kind of fading away. There's some people that like it. And if you do it every once in a while, you know, intentionally, then you, I think it could be a good thing. But for the most part, those beers are pulling back on yep. the bitterness. Um, but I've always loved the interplay between roasty and, like, pine, resiny, hoppiness. So, um, yeah, I like this style. So
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: That's great. Excellent. We don't have a marketing team telling me not to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the ultimate
1: uh, test is the, is the cash register, right? Yeah, people <laughs> are drinking it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and we've got a few customers that do multiple pints of it. We've got customers that say, all right, that's my last beer that I'm going to have kind of thing. Right. So it's good.
1: I didn't ask you what it weighed in at.
2: 6.6%. Oh,
1: okay. All right. Yeah, that seems about right. Yep. That doesn't surprise me one bit. It's not a strong, but I'm no. not surprised at 6.6. 6. Mm-hmm. But not, it's not a, you know, sometimes you get those beers where you just, when they're not well-crafted. Booziness will come out even on a six-seven percent beer. Not on this one. This is this is delicious. My question now. Now we're back to that first time we saw you, you were exhausted, (laughs) dripping in sweat, much longer hair. And uh but you were smiling. So that was kind of cool to see. Uh it was kind of happy, tired. Uh you were clearly excited to get your doors open, start serving beer. So now that you've got a year in, year plus. What's the hardest work behind running a brewery, and what's the happiest work?
2: Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's still hard work. Um, like I mentioned, it's my brother Charlie and I, we're doing the day-to-day, and our dad helps out quite a bit as well. But, um, you know, I, I'm kind of a clean freak, so I want the tasting room to be clean. I want the brewery to be clean, the tap lines to be clean. And all of that takes time, and so hard work for me. And what I need to do a better job of, I'm always trying to remind myself is work on the business, and not just in the business. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's the tough part. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you know, I that's that's gonna be my New Year's resolution. Gotta <laughs> get some SOPs written up and uh, and all of that. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work day to day, but it's. It's fun, you know. It's I like not having to sit behind a desk. You know, I I chose this, so no, I better like it.
1: You have a great location. It's off the beaten path for most of your, you know, if you're hitting an area that's got the three or four right there, not far off the path, but but a little off. But does that give you a, a kind of a set of regulars?
2: Yep. Yeah, most definitely. We're we are in a industrial little like block but we're on the corner so you can see us from south santa fe which i took all the way here right yeah and that turns into mission so it's, it's an old road that you know a lot of people take all the time um and all around us is residential so we're definitely that neighborhood pub yeah that's cool type of deal
1: that's exciting that's that's pretty cool yeah if cool, i had man. a brewery i'd want to be the na- a neighborhood pub
0: yeah I agree. So, um, what's what's next for you guys? What do you guys got coming up in the next next little bit? Well,
2: sorry to answer the second part of the oh, question. About, I'm sorry. I got <laughs> the happiest I got, part. We we, got, do, so. we should focus on the happy <laughs> part. <laughs> the happiest the happiest work is seeing the beers come to fruition. Um, question for you guys: Have you ever had a beer and thought about it the next day? Ah, and like you had to go back and, what is that. What does that, that mean? mean? <laughs> is that wrong? Is there a problem with you that? Are you
1: testing? Did my wife send you that yes. question? No, I've never thought of beer that night,
0: the next day, and the next, the next, week, next four or five days in a row. Or looked up how to try and mimic it and see if I could copy that recipe. I don't or, know what yep. you're talking about.
2: I've done it. I, I've done it with the... I'm well, that's the weird. <laughs> the The brown ale from uh, Battle Mage, mm-hmm. you know, there's been beers from Virgin that, you know, yeah. next day or two Call days later, like, I got to get back over there and drink yeah. that. Yeah. So I had a customer this year tell me that he was thinking about our beer as our nice. fresh hop IPA. And it was just like, that was cool. That, that is, is cool. Because I know fantastic. that feeling. And it was like, all right, this is Yeah.
1: yeah. This that's is awesome. Fun. That's cool. And you got an award from uh, San Diego Beer News. Yes. That was very cool.
2: Yes, yeah. that uh, Brandon Hernandez, he's an awesome guy, and he's working hard to just make everybody in San Diego Beer, on the industry side, be seen and, and have our stories told. And then on the consumer side, seeing what's going on right no, I know. no, he's he's a great resource he was here he was sitting right here next to us in, uh
0: a couple months ago so yeah he's a he's a good great guy and i love his uh that what what's happened like i said I'll, I'll check that almost weekly just to see yep. if there's anything i need to go have that weekend or whatever else and yeah i can only imagine on your guy's side as well just it's a it's a great spot for for promotion and, and pr and you know kind of advertise what you guys got going on
2: yeah yeah he doesn't know it but he's our marketing <laughs> nice yeah, we're
1: in on that too. Yeah, whatever yeah. you need, Mark, you got a beer out. Just okay. tell us, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we will shout it out. We're happy to do that. We're very proud of you, of all of you. Yeah. and excited to see the the brewery grow and and the beers get
2: better and better and more variety. Right on. Yeah. yeah. I, now that I know where you are, I'll drop by some Crowlers. Every <laughs> yeah, something. that's, that's not like we're so pretty, far. Yeah, it's a pretty 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 Perfect. short
1: drive. Well, cheers.
2: Cheers. We're hoping you'll
1: come back into studio and do this again with us. Most definitely. <laughs> Tommy Gordon of Blue Fire Brewing, San Marcos, California. Thank you for coming in and sharing your story and your beer with us. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-E-E-R-R-U-N, beer run.
0: B-E-E-R-R-U-N, beer run.
2: All we need is a tin and a fiver car and a key and a sober driver A-double-A-double-R-U-N They're round